as we proceed to give you what you need. Refresh, motherfuckers. Refresh, motherfuckers. As we proceed to give you what you need. Refresh, motherfuckers. Refresh, motherfuckers. Yo, 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 yo. Welcome back. I'm your boy, Doug. And it's me, C, in a place to be. And this is Refresh Podcast. What up, though, man? We are doing it again. Another episode. Appreciate y'all coming back. If this is your first time listening to the Refresh Podcast. Oh, shit. If this is your first time listening to Refresh Podcast. So you don't get shot? You don't get shot? That's how we do? Okay. All right. Gotcha. Oh, I'll get when shot. I mess up, I gotta get shot. When yeah, because let me, up, let me, just, let me, he, let me he just nothing happens. Cool. Exactly. See, when you when you when you mess up, you get shot right on cue. Okay. Anyway, if this is your first time listening, thank you. If you're a return listener, thank, thank you. you. Uh, if you've been subscribing to us on Apple Podcasts, thank you. If you've been responding, oh shit, man, no, I can't. No, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you, nigga. Damn. <laughs> Who is this guy? Right, right, right. Hey, Doug, <laughs> whenever you uh, get off vacation, you're more than welcome to come back to Refresh Podcast because we need you because the clone is not working. He's glitching over here. He's glitching. Well, let's get ready to get right into it. So uh, we like to do a little something in the morning to inspire you folks. This is the, refre- the re- Refresh Podcast. Damn, I keep putting the in front of everything. Like, Wow. This is Refresh Podcast, and uh, we like to actually... Um, not stutter. Not stutter. We like to actually start off with a word. We spiritual, but we're not spiritual. We we're, we're not religious. We're spiritual. We're ah, not religious. I don't. I don't yes. Know. I don't know who this guy yes, is. Yes. Yes. I don't know this guy. We're spiritual. I know a guy named Doug. We're spiritual. This ain't him. We're spiritual, but we're not religious. What he said. So anyway, um, so the scripture that I want to read for y'all is Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. And so the scripture reads, for I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. And to me, this is the scripture that I always feel like this is the foundation for which we should always try to live and base our lives off of. This is the um the, the get right scripture. This is the pull you back in scripture, because as you hear, for I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you. So at the end of the day, what this says to me and what I would like to allow this to resonate with you, the listeners, is always have your mind stayed on the Lord and you don't have to be religious as we said, we're very spiritual people. That's the foundation of our lives. And so at the end of the day, we always like to give honor and glory to God and and, and are very grateful for what it is. Excuse me. For what it is that he. Who, who, who is this man? <laughs> All right, so Please, uh, that's what it means to me. We need um, you over here, hopefully, man. Hopefully, hopefully, Please. That, <laughs> hopefully that helps you um, take it away, see. I don't even know where to start. <laughs> I don't. Because I don't know the plans that I have for you because I don't have no plans for this guy. I keep messing up. 
you know I'm a narcissist, you know I'm a perfectionist, and boy, you is messing up big time. <laughs> we not, boy. Oh, how mercy. You hell. Um, yeah, man. No, let me stop. But uh, seriously, though, um, yeah, he knows of the plans that he has for us. So uh, I really feel like um, if you if you keep God first and if you pray and diligently seek him, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, open open your Bible, whether it be you actual got a, you got a physical um, Bible in front of you um, with the concordance and all of that good stuff, or if you just have the app on your phone, because I know it's 2023 out here and technology is real and it's a blessing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, either, either way, you know what I'm saying, Go into go into your app um, and go in the Word. And if you got a situation that you find yourself in and mm-hmm. you need some assistance or you need some reassurance or right. you need you know some, you know what I'm saying some confirmation, uh, definitely go in there and, and and just just randomly open the Bible. Don't try to find anything. Right. Just randomly open it and wherever you wherever you fall at the verse that you fall on. You know what I'm saying? Close your eyes and be like, uh, this one right here. And I promise you, I promise you, you can't go wrong. It's going to point you in the right direction. You'll be like, man, that is crazy how that even happens. Mm-hmm. But all you got to do is try it. Don't take my word for it. I'm a fine believer of you got to do it for yourself. Right. I got, I do what works for me. You got to do what works for you. But if you don't think that my suggestion works, just mm-hmm. try it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it might work. It might not. I right. don't know. But it might get you close to where you're looking right. to be. Right. That's the whole thing. Right. And the overall thing is that you're keeping him first. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, if you do keep him first, when you pray about something, like if you got some plans and you, you know what I'm saying, you want to make some plans or you want to get that blessing on whatever it is that you're about to step off, step out on faith on and do, I promise you, you you will never go wrong by putting him first. He's gonna point you in the right direction, and everything will line up. It's it's called manifestation. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's called uh, speaking it into existence. Mm-hmm. It's called uh, naming it and claiming it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You gotta you gotta do that. Shonda, the Shonda. It's, it's, oh my God! It's a it's a real thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you know you 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 gotta do that. Go so. Ahead. You know, that's what it means to me. Okay. Well, speaking of what it is that you were saying when you were talking about uh, things lining up, I'm sitting up here, like, if you don't know, and this is is, uh, just on topic but off topic, but I'm sitting up here listening. If you know us personally, uh, if you've seen um, us in person, you know that both of us are bald-headed ass niggas. And so no hairlines, no, and, and, and so I realize as I'm looking at you, I'm like, damn, this nigga um, is got hair on his head and he's scruffy as fuck, too. And I'm looking at my shit and I'm like, we we, we both aren't bald right now because, nigga, when I tell you, we both when it comes to the lineups and scruffiness, like I'm like, we is on. The, we, we are connected today. It's grime old baby. So what's going on with you? What's going on with your life today to where you feel like you just, like, how often do you shave? Oh, man. Uh, On my off days, I be chilling. You know what I'm saying? Now, when I know I'm going to go, when I know that I'm going to go around people, 
uh, nine times out of ten, I either got a hat picked out for that day, mm-hmm. or I'm gonna make sure I got, I've shaved. So mm. that's a little bit about me. It, it's no certain time mm. frame with me. So, any church announcements you got? What's going on with you, man? What's up with you? Uh, there will be a fish fry going on <laughs> this Friday. <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm joking, man. Hey, man, that's funny uh, because I don't know if anybody grew up in the church or um, went to vacation Bible school during the summertime. But vacation Bible school. Them, them fish fries, them church fish fries, oh, my goodness. The tilapia when I was eating it. Um and and the whiting and the catfish oh my goodness amazing amazing so I'm, I I feel like the fish was extra good because it was blessed fish you know what I'm saying <laughs> like like because because you blessed. got it at the church you know what I'm saying it's cooked at the church on holy grounds and that's how they get like, you I don't know but but it just was amazing that's how it they just get was you. amazing but um yeah man no no church announcements this week well know? for me I would just like to say that um. I'm definitely not looking forward to um, what is on the horizon because for you allergy niggas out here, you already know what time it is. (laughs) The fucking trees are nutting and screwing each other and it's yellow stuff everywhere. These trees are not being respectful. And so if you got to get your Zyrtec, your Allegra, your Claritin, uh, especially if you live in the South, it's time to go ahead and start getting them prescriptions filled because niggas is going to be running around here with runny eyes, runny noses. And then you have to explain, you have to explain to folks I don't have COVID. This is my allergies. Right, right. This which is, is allergies. This is allergies. I'm not sick. I don't this got is, a cold. This is a sinus infection. It's a sinus infection. <laughs> and I just hate having to overly explain myself to people when niggas got red eyes, runny oh, yeah. eyes, runny nose. Get and that, it's like... Get that Claritin. Get, so it's like, it's definitely that time of season. So if you niggas have not gotten your re- your refills, getting, yeah. your, get, getting your refills refreshed. Fresh. Come on, man. <laughs> Uh, it's about that time. So that's all I got to say. I'm, yeah. I'm going to just say that, you know, this is, yeah, you know, in, in, in the South, as they say, uh, shout out to my boy, Andre 3000. The South got something to say. Believe Literally, it. the South has something to say when it comes to allergy season. Oh, boy. So hope you niggas has got your, your allergy medicine uh, refilled and refresh on deck. Um, I know I do. So I'm definitely not looking forward to that. And especially when, um, you know, this is the time of the year where if you wash your car, you're a fucking idiot because you can wash your car and five minutes later, fucking yellow pollen be all over your for, shit. For what? So this is, I, I, I'm extremely not interested in this time of the season, but I'm grateful for the weather changing. So um, that's all I got. Absolutely. So we're going to go ahead and get into top five. Top five, top five, top five. Let's get it. Uh, so um, I know we was very spiritual early on. <laughs> and on, so man. our top five is not is gonna be. It could, I guess it could be spiritual. Man, I, it it is. Is. What, do you, what do you mean? That's why I'm looking at you like God, what? God, it's, it's a blessing. God was responsible for this. It's God, a blessing. God, God made That's very this. Spi- he, that he, is very spiritual. He made this. Sex is very spiritual. <laughs> oh, so you leaking? Um, it's a spiritual act. So we're gonna you do. T- <laughs> Come on, man. So we're gonna do top five sexual positions, or as you say, top five. Kama Sutra. Ah, so um, 
That's what it's called, actually. I mean, I, we, I don't know what this guy's talking about. I mean, we've been. I like to use the formal words. I mean, mm, we've been very open because that's what we do on Refreshed. It was we open you niggas up. Yeah. Um, and we talk about things that like y'all probably be thinking about and talk and, and feel that y'all be having these conversations about anyway. Right. But we just trying to provoke the conversation. Right. It's, um, it's healthy. It's healthy dialogue, and it may feel it may feel weird because we two dudes having this conversation. Nah, but <laughs> I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm secure in my sexuality. Well, because boy. Be, because with your homeboy, if you was listening to this show, are you actually having the conversation about this with your homeboy in a regular situation? Bro, yeah. give, give me your top. Absolutely, bro. Tell me how you fuck, bro. Tell me how. Tell nah, me how. <laughs> I might not be saying it like that. I don't. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. But like, you know. how you have a conversation? How you have a conversation, bro? I'm saying, man. I'm. I'm just saying, like, give me a new position, bro. Because I'm. I found. I, I met this chick, and I'm trying to like. I'm trying to make an impression, bro. So how you be fucking, bro? Like. <laughs> I mean, do you? Like, I don't know if a nigga is actually asking it that way. That's why I said probably, probably one of these young niggas out that's here. That's why, if you're like 22, like 20 between 20 and 25, he might be talking that, like but that. But that's what I'm it's saying. Very possible. But that's what I'm saying. So you that's why. That's why but, this conversation is very important. This yeah, conversation is very yeah. adult, mature. Right. Right. But it right, is a little awkward right, at the right. same time. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. And and, and the thing is, you know, what I'm saying if you between 30 and 40, you know, what I'm saying or older. Um, you you could be having that same conversation, but it's just not gonna sound like that. Um, it may be something along the lines of, uh, I want to do something a little different. Um, <laughs> it, like, what's the freakiest thing you ever did? Like, what's the what's the craziest position you ever tried, bro? Like, right. how'd that work out for you? You know what I'm saying? You you might talk about it like that, right? You know what I'm saying? All right, cool. And, and so, um, you well, know. Well, let me let me let me give you. I can't give you my. I can give you top five. I don't know if I can put it in order uh, because all of these is my shit. Okay. 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 Um, <laughs> I get it. All of, all of these is my shit. Um. So, um, I'm gonna start here. So, uh, I think that the 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 position that we all learned. And I guess depends on I guess it depends on uh, 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 the type of porn that you watch when you was a young lad. Cause niggas, we we all we all was raised on porn. I know I was. I I learned everything I learned and needed to know about sex from porn, which is which is a whole nother conversation. Because correct, you know we have to get past the idea that like the shit that they doing in porn that shit is not real life. Okay. It is, but it is not real life. Not at all. But do you think the things that you think Lexington Steel and all these Wesley Pipes and all these niggas is doing, or, 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 or all the other uh, 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 niggas that be in porn, they uh, that shit is not real life. But I would say, uh, doggy style, <laughs> which is crazy. Doggy style is one of the positions that, as I was growing up, I used to think that doggy style you was fucking in the ass. Did you think that? Uh, initially, I did. Initially, <laughs> like when I was a like when I was a kid learning about it. Yes, I, I was just like I did. Dog, they 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 fucking in the ass. Like why why yeah. would you why would you want to fuck that way? Right, like why right, would right, why would you right. why would you, you want to do? You wouldn't. Right. I mean, unless you like ass play. I mean. Right. So obviously, I, I was traumatized one time. I can't. I'm good. <laughs> I, I told you that story. I don't even want to tell these people that story because. That lady might be listening one day. Who knows? So, so in no order, 
um, doggy style spooning, which is I've, I've I've spooning has grown on me a lot lately. Okay, okay, it's very um, intimate. Um, the the what what some people may call the lazy dog. <laughs> And if I can describe what the lazy dog is, it's basically it's doggy style when your lady is just laying down. You were just on top of her, hitting it from the back, but she's just laying down. So people may call it something different. Okay. Um, that's, as I have gotten a lot of older, that has turned into my shit. So we got doggy style, we got spooning, we got lazy dog. Um, uh, cowgirl. Any variation mm. of the cowgirl, whether it's okay. reverse cowgirl, you. you look you, at me you in you shit. look at me in the face. Oh, hell yeah! Oh, you loving all that um, shit? Okay, cool, <laughs> gotcha. Um, some people call the reverse cowgirl sitting on the throne. Okay, where the nick where, where she's sitting there's, on you. There's many names. There's many names. The names are debatable. Um, you know, and then uh, and then lastly, the sixty nine. Mm. Okay, <laughs> okay, I see you, big dog. <laughs> Which is which? Which is 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 the sixty nine? Should that be considered a position, or is that more of a? Oh, most definitely, most definitely. There's no penetra- There's no penetration there, though. Bruh. I mean, it's well, still, it is. It's still, it is penetration. <laughs> you penetrating something? <laughs> yeah, penetrating something. That's all I'm saying. You know what I mean? So no, no, no. I totally get what you're saying. Um, yes, it's still considered a position, even when it's oral. Uh, so I'll give you my um, top five Kama Sutra and I'll go as far as I'll go into uh, I'll I'll call mine out from least to favorite. Okay, cool. And because I already had them categorized, I just let's, let's, being let's do me. it. Let's do it. Um, so my least favorite position, but in my top five, top five, top five, it's gonna be the spoon. It's gonna be the spoon. Ah, so I, I enjoy spooning, but spooning is really when I, it's like, you want some, but you don't want none. But if you don't want none, but if you get some, it's okay. Like it's the laziest it's fuck. The, it's ever. the laziest fuck ever. And and <laughs> and anybody that knows me knows I'm competitive as fuck. So when it when it comes down to anything, playing spades, playing playing uh tonk, shooting pool. You know what I'm saying? Playing basketball, whatever it is, video games, nigga, I'm competitive. I'm trying to win. You hear me? So that's why it's my least favorite. Uh, the next one, my my fourth favorite position is doggy style. Mm. It's cool. You know what I'm saying? I enjoy it, right? I do it well, right? Women like it, <laughs> but it's just not my... You know what I'm saying? Um, and, and, and and that's because I don't like to do what's common. I like mm-hmm. to be different. Mm-hmm. I like to be in a woman's mind. You know what I'm saying? I want her to think about me even when we're not together. Mm-hmm. And to me, if she do that with everybody, it's like, eh. <laughs> yeah. Did you, did you fuck him like this? I don't want it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, my... Third favorite position is actually a tie. It's a two-way tie. Ah, we got and, a, we got our first tie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got our first tie in the building. You know what I'm saying? Clap it up, people. Uh, so it's a tie between hot lunch. 
and whisper. <laughs> and this is what it says on the Kama Sutra. If, you, down, if, if, if y'all go online and Google Kama Sutra chart or Kama Sutra positions or whatever, tap on images, it's going to give you a whole chart. And this is what the chart has it named. I, I didn't make these names up. But again, for the most part, I'll explain. Hot lunch is basically when you going down on your lady. Right? Is she's, that really she, a she she laying on her back. She's laying on her back. Okay. But you holding her up. Okay. And you eating her that way. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. It's like it's almost kind of like because she she's she can relax but put all the pressure on you cuz you holding her. So she can literally just focus on doing her thing. Mm. And you know I'm like, well, we've had these conversations as far as me being oral, but yeah. Um, so the, the, if you know what I just said, then that means the, the flip side of that is whisper where basically it, now I'm getting pleased. So mm. basically giving and receiving, giving a different uh, perspective of the positions. Giving no, it, no, 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 receiving. no, nothing wrong with it. I just, yeah. if we was talking oral, I mean, shit, that that's, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother. So, like, so yeah, top it's, t- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's oral. But it's the position that you're in when you're doing it. Gotcha. That makes it the position. Gotcha. So, um, like I said, a hot lunch is where a woman is like she's on her back slash shoulders and you're holding her up and you're going down on her that way. And then a whisper is where you're basically in a sitting position and the woman is going down on you and you kind of like got, got her head in your lap, so to speak. Mm. Um, so this is number three. That's number tie. three. That's, that's, the, that's the two-way tie. Uh, my second favorite position is called bud. Um, You're going to have to explain that, dog. Oh, yeah, most definitely. And that's where um, the woman's laying on her back, and you got her legs up, and they're on your shoulders. Nigga. You going that's, to have... You, so- you, you ain't no way you ain't hitting the bottom. Yes, the bottom is being hit. The bottom is definitely being hit. You can you can get all up in there. You know what I'm saying? But see, I'm the I'm the I mean to cut you off, but like that that is a position where I become Thanos. Uh, Absolutely, <laughs> and, and that's the reason why I enjoy it so much. Go ahead, doggy doggy style. Uh, I feel absolutely nothing. Okay, Th- those are my strongest positions. I am Thanos. Uh, I have all of the Infinity Stones and I have the Gauntlet. Gotcha. You are not getting away from me, and I am going <laughs> to. I am going to punish you in Absolutely. that position. Gotcha. Carry on. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, and so the whole thing is basically for me, it's about the submission and the dominance. Maybe that's what it that's, is. That's why I enjoy that position so much. But you, but you also have. It's almost like you have. Um, Stamina. Maybe it's because of the position of it. Like you're not as you're not as vulnerable, so you feel like you're a lot more in control. Well, you are because I read, and so I'll (laughs) give you a little. I'll give you a little context. Right. (laughs) The thing is, when you're in this position, you have the ability. If you know, if you're tall enough, like me, you know, I'm saying I'm six four out here. You know, saying two seventy five. You know, ladies, holler at me. I'm still single. Um, so be out here selling, selling sex. No, bro. I'm just saying, bro. I'm just saying. I'm on the market. So the whole thing is in this position. You can, if you need to, you can get up on your toes, basically. And so when you, if you're standing, this is up, what's the, what's this called again? 
But But Yeah You can get up on your toes Depending on Cause it creates leverage That's the word I'm looking for Fucking leverage Yeah 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 That's yeah. what I'm talking about That's yeah, what the doggy get, style Does absolutely, for me Absolutely I am fucking Thanos Go ahead <laughs> Bruh <laughs> <laughs> Yes I get it bro So Yeah it, it, it allows you to get more leverage You know what I'm saying And then because of the position that she's in, she's all the way open, mm -hmm. and you can penetrate as far as you need to, and you mm -hmm. should be at the G spot at that point. Mm -hmm. um, we so shouldn't have to tell you folks about the G spot. We should not have to tell you about that. Um, and then there's my favorite, which is called the bow, and the bow is is basically it can be she's on her like she's like halfway on her stomach but not quite and like a leg is up or she can be all the way on her stomach and she's basically laying flat and you're on top of her mm. from behind mm -hmm. that right there boy cause I'm an ass man and that ass be looking so good and which, be feeling so soft. Which is why I thought the and doggy again, style would be number one. Nah. Did nah, we even, nah, did, did nah. doggy style even make, what well, did it make your top? It did make your top five. Because again, the whole thing is the dominance in it. Okay. See, when a woman is in doggy style, she still has the ability to, she can. Right. Depending on this woman. You right. know what I'm saying? If she, she could be tall, she might be able to run from you. You know what I'm saying? I don't like tall chicks. So, you know, that's just me. But she can run if she tall. You can run, if she, but she, if she's you, short, you can, you can run, but you can't. If she's hide. short, she ain't going nowhere. <laughs> if she medium height, she's going. Bring nowhere. that ass here, boy. Bring that ass here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so yeah, that's 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 why that's the most dominant position that you could be in, and she's in the most submissive, so most submissive uh, position that she could potentially be in. In my opinion, there's other positions. That are on there, mm -hmm. but for me, that's that's the most. Mm, yeah, mm -hmm. which is why I don't start off in fucking cowgirl. I I don't start off Nigga, in either the cowgirl one of those. is the finishing move. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For this me is, personally, one and, one and two is a finishing move. You know what I'm saying? One and two, one and two is a finishing move. It's just like uh, I feel like I'm playing Mortal Kombat. Finish them, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, nah, don't don't hop on top of me. We 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 doing we we we, we fuck. Don't please do not because it's over. Yeah, like, absolutely, it, it's over. I in no. my in, in my single days, that was always the finishing move. I'm like, oh, yeah, and and, and they never understood that. I'm like, definitely, I can't explain it, but please do not hop on top of me <laughs> because it is over. <laughs> right, like Vince right. Carter said in the dunk contest, it's, it's over. over. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know. Uh, I will say this. I got a I got an honorable mention though. Ah, let's hear it. Honorable mention, um, is cowgirl when she's on her toes. One plus two at carry the three. When she's on the toes, bro. And matter of fact, I cowgirls on her toes. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you what that is actually called. So when y'all see it, y'all will know. Um, I'm trying to figure out how the hell does that work? Like on your toes? Like there's a lot of things that what? you could do on your toes, but cowgirl on your toes I'm is she is she sitting on you? Like no, oh. she's on her toes. That's the whole thing. You talking about and you and it's all pussy. You you talking like, about that's you, it. you okay? Because here's the thing. Um, there's a difference, ladies. There's a difference between riding and working. 
Correct. So like when you are riding, I'm talking about when you are fucking standing and your 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 fucking feet are flat on the bed. Correct. And your legs is butterfly open. Correct. And you are fucking working and bouncing. And man, that, that's a different type. Amazing. That's a different type of ride. I'm trying to tell you. That's a different ride, ladies. Rather I'm than we don't like a lazy ride. Nope. But I'm trying nobody, to hear what nobody, you. T- nobody likes a lazy ride. But I'm trying to figure out what you're talking about. This cowgirl on your toes. Yeah. So I'm finna, I'm gonna show you this position. You can be like, oh, I ain't never even. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Crazy, crazy, crazy. I, I mean, it's it's so interesting that like, um, you know. At the end of the day, sex is so many different things. Right. And it's just like, so, like I'm trying to figure out, do you enjoy the sex or do you enjoy the nut more? Mm, that's a good one. Because at the end of the day, it's like the objective is to get the nut. Females, ladies, too. That is your, it's it, called overturned, but I guess overturned? it would be just turned because... Um, this particular way, it's uh, it's like, or I guess it's a cross between overturned and Gemini. Overturned? Let me mm-hmm. see this shit. This nigga's fucking. Yeah, it's a so it's a it, real so, thing. So it's, it's it's a combination of you see how it, over, overturned look. What's this called? What's 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 the call? What's it called? What's the, what's the position? Overturned. Called? Oh, overturned. And Gemini. Oh, okay. It's a combination of overturned and Gemini. Fuck you, mean? I'm gonna try that shit. Yeah, man. You, if you, if you listening, that one special lady in my life, you know who you are. It's over. That <laughs> <laughs> man, man said it's over for it's, you when he it, see it, you it, on, it, on sight. Hey, hey, time out. It is over. Let's go. Uh, on subject, but off subject. I want to talk about um, how when you're talking about um, men's ego and men. Um, how were we talking about it earlier? Um, oh, man. Um, male self-esteem. Male self-esteem. Because self-esteem is such a big thing with men. It's, Absolutely. It's, 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 a self, it's such a big thing with men, even in the bedroom. Um, you have so many different things to consider. Uh, we... Uh, for a lot of times we are defined by women and even we define ourselves by how big our dick is. And I think that a lot of times our self-esteem is defined in our anatomy. And the unfortunate part about it is, is that you are not your dick. Correct. <laughs> you are not your anatomy. And I think you're so that much more than that. You're so much more than that. And I think that you put like yourself in a box when you do that. Right. You put yourself in a box. But I also think that like who's responsible for doing that? Because I think that a lot of times we put a lot of pressure on ourselves because we think that that is something that you guys put so much value on. Mm-hmm. But we also put so much pressure on ourselves because we always want you to remember who we are. You know, right. and we think that you know, growing up. You know what I'm saying? And that's the whole thing. It's all perspective, but the perspective is based upon what you hear, what you see, what you experience. And that's from that's that interaction is based on the feedback that you get from 100%. your female counterparts. For sure. For sure. Whether you got female friends, female relatives, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, I, I grew up and I had sisters, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And my sisters. Oh man, we we have the craziest relationship. I love my sister to life, um, you know. But 
we talk about anything and everything. Yes, and y'all do. Y'all niggas be saying shit, and I've been on three-way with you niggas. Bruh, that shit listen, is uncomfortable man, even listen, for me. Listen, 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 listen. When I hear your this, sister talk this, about she get niggas, and I be like, yeah, it, it's so <laughs> it's so crazy because it all it all happened because of one particular incident where um, me and her had the same phone, right? <laughs> and, and this is back in the day when Sprint had the phones, you know, for a while. And this is again, we telling how old we are, people. Uh, Sprint had these phones, and I'm talking about they they had they had the truth at the time. They were the truth. Everybody was um, trying to get with Sprint at the time. And they had this one phone that was a Nokia candy bar style phone, right? Mm-hmm. And the phone was uh, had a clear case to it. You could take like paper or like um, construction paper or something like that. You could draw on it. You could like take like a print of something and, and fold it up and put it inside the phone. So now it would take over whatever that print was mm. or whatever. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Whether you drew it, painted it, or whatever the case may be. Right. Technically speaking, you're making your own phone case, right? Right. And so I had mine all crazy and creative or whatnot, and she had it, and hers was just basic as fuck. Right. Because she's not a creative. You know what I'm saying? Right. And she's like, oh, my gosh, I love your phone. I love, I love you, phone. sis, but he said and it. I so didn't say it. She's she's got my phone. I mean, she's creative in her own way. <laughs> Clean you know that shit But up. this is not, not, not in that regard when it comes to, like, art. It's just not her. And so... Um, this ain't that. That ain't it. Yeah, man. So, you know what I'm saying? She, she's going to my phone. She's like, um, I like the camera on it, too. It's pretty nice. You, you be taking pictures? I'll be like, yeah, I be taking pictures. I don't like you know the way this story is going. I don't like where we're going. I, I didn't realize she was scrolling as fast as she was scrolling. And I'm like, don't scroll. And before I could say don't scroll too far... She's like, oh, she dropped my phone. She's like, oh, my God, I can't unsee it. I can't unsee it. I seen it. I was like, man, I was just about to tell you, like, stop scrolling my phone, like, having my phone back. So she saw it. You know what I'm saying? I was young at this time, and, you know, what do young men do? We send send dick dick pics. pics. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? And she's like, I just don't know what to do, like, Oh my gosh, that's so crazy! And I'm like, this is just like just scarred. And ever since then, she's felt so comfortable talking to me about the craziest stuff when it comes down to being in a relationship and trying to please a man and all kind of crazy mm-hmm. stuff. But at the end of the day, it was a bonding moment. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm thankful for it because it just brought us closer, which is which is weird, but not in in the weird way. But you know, my, um, my dick brought us yeah, closer. Man. So shout out to you, sis. Shout out, girl. What's up? <laughs> I know you're going to hear this show at one point and you're going to be cracking up laughing the whole time. But it's all good. Now, now everybody know about us. Golly. But, uh, but, nah. but no, I definitely think that that's something to consider because um, when we're talking about men and we're talking about, I keep fucking forgetting the word. like Male. Male. Self. Self-esteem. Okay, there we, there go. we go. Come on, man. Male self-esteem. Um, I think that um, we also have to uh, be mindful of um, we we think that we are we, we define ourselves by the women that we are with. So we were talking yeah, about we, we were talking too. about earlier talking about earlier um, how there are some women who um, the reality is is that women they get to the money. Okay, Absolutely. there's like Absolutely. A shout out to the women who have um, go get that bag, girl. Go get they've been they've been successful and they have been able to put themselves in a position to make more money than men. Mm-hmm. And so for me personally, um, and a lot of men personally, they all had all have always felt like 
not because we feel like a man is greater than a woman, right. but as a man, you want to provide for your woman. You want to be the um, breadwinner for your household. And mm-hmm. as far as the ego, ego to a man, we right. don't know how to um, naturally accept a woman being the breadwinner. Being the breadwinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I think the that... The male ego is very, very fragile in that regard. Right. But and so ahead. I think that um, we have to start considering the fact that, like, um, uh, financial success uh, is all relative to how it is that you treat a woman. Because at the end of the day, you can have a guy who doesn't make as much money as he as his woman makes, but he does so many other different things to help provide security and um, peace, uh, of mind. peace of mind to a woman mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, she knows that he is going to hold her down and right. he's going to be everything that she needs uh, in a man, even if he doesn't make the type of money that she makes. And right. so it's very difficult for men to be able to separate the two. You know what I'm saying? No, that's not that's not what I meant. But what did you mean? I was saying pause. Oh. But definitely, um, I definitely think that self-esteem is male self-esteem is such a real thing. And um I think that men, we have to do a better job of trying to figure out um how to manage that. Because um at the end of the day, everything that we do <laughs> Oh boy, ladies and gentlemen, I uh, I want to be as transparent as possible because I mean, you know, what I'm saying you clearly are hearing this. I, I have no idea, but it's a struggle when we're recording here at uh, Studio Eight. But um, bear with us. <laughs> Back on topic. <laughs> um, but I definitely think that um, we also have to be mindful that um. When it comes to the self-esteem, um, that we we don't get ourselves so caught into um, feeling like we have to be somebody that we're not. Ex- and, um, exactly, exactly. Uh, just be confident in who it is that you are. Exactly. And also, you are enough. And right. um, I think that sometimes uh, it takes time for men to be able to understand and take time to spend time with themselves. Like I can't tell you how many times I go married and when I was single, I hang out with myself. Yeah, yeah. I'm that guy. How how else are you going to get to know you if you don't spend any time with yourself? Which sounds so like, sounds weird as hell, but it's a real thing and it happens. Some people don't know who they are and that's why they're having the different experiences that they having whether it be in a relationship, a romantic relationship or be a platonic relationship, you know what I'm saying, with 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 fellow uh friends or whatever. You know what I'm saying like so let me ask you, you this. You got to get to know who you are. So let me ask you this. So before you, other people can get to know who you are. You as a single man. Go ahead. How how is it that you define your identity? How is it that you find de- define that because um you know, I would like to say for me personally on the outside looking in, I <clears throat> would say you are alone. But I don't think that you're lonely, which yeah. there's a difference. There's, a, there's th- a huge difference. There's a difference. So how would you uh navigating through this dating world um how would you say you define who you are um is it h- how do you how do you gauge that do you um always try to be as they say keep it real with yourself um how do you how do you how do you not lose sight of who you are when you're trying to matriculate through the dating world 
there you go with these SAT words. <laughs> but but luck, luckily luckily for you, I'm very familiar. So, um, I mean, basically, I'm, I'm just me, man. You know what I'm saying? And I don't like so. I'll, how can I put this? So, growing up, th- this is what I will say to answer that question. I feel like most people are products of their environment, right? Mm-hmm. And me, I am 100% that. I'm a product of my environment. The thing is, the defining factor was my environment. My environment was my mom, my aunt, my uncles, and my cousin. You know what I'm saying? My oldest cousin. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the in, My village, you know what I'm saying? My environment, they were really big on me being myself mm-hmm. and me being different. Right. Right? They, they showed me how to and taught me how to embrace being different, how to want to be different. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. Because let's be honest, if you're doing what everybody else does, how are how is anybody going to recognize who you are? Right. You're going to blend in. Mm-hmm. You're not going to stand out. For sure. And they taught me that it was important to be able to stand out. That's what individuality is all about. Mm-hmm. So this is why. I am the way that I am now. You know what I'm saying? Well, where do you get your self-esteem from? Like, how do you... So, they they constantly poured into me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it, it was... Uh, how can I put... Well, so, even, even, even on my father's side, right? Mm-hmm. My father was really instrumental in me and basically knowing, like, you're a carter. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's your last name. Right. You're going to represent. Right. Nothing else. Right. Not, nothing short of that. Uh-huh. Like, this is what we stand for. This is what we all about. So that's where the pride came in, right? Because mm-hmm. he taught me that. And then I would look at my uncles. I would look at all of my cousins mm-hmm. and things of that nature. And when I tell you, whenever we would go anywhere or we would have any family functions, it was almost like as if it was a competition, even though it wasn't because we family and you amongst family. But it was it was like a, I won't say a fashion show, but it was like it was because it, it, it didn't really matter about the clothes. I don't want it. I don't want it to even seem like it was about the clothes because it wasn't about the clothes. It was the confidence mm-hmm. that I saw that everybody exuded. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Everybody oozed it like it just came out of their pores. Mm-hmm. If they was a Carter, you you knew it. Right. You know what I'm saying? You didn't have to guess like, oh, oh, that's a Carter right there. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it was the, from the way they in the room or they walk around, walk into the vicinity of the area where we would be at. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That was just a thing, right? We stood out, always have. Even now to this day, we have family functions. If I went, man, they, they pulling up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where it initially came from, that, mm-hmm. right? Then it was, uh, as I was growing up, you know how like, um, I'll, I'll give you an example. 
we were in Birmingham, Alabama one time at the Galleria Mall. Mm -hmm. And this was the, I want to say this was like the weekend that um, the Bo Jacksons had came out. You know, Bo okay. Jackson was that guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everybody wanted the um, Nike Air S, Nike Air, um, Air Trainer Trainers. SC, yeah. right? And this was the ones with the 34 on the, on the mm -hmm. back and the whole nine, right? Black and gray. Yeah. Um, real sneakerhead out here. Been, been doing it. <laughs> so, 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 um, I'm in Foot Locker. Check my resume. I'm, I'm in Foot Locker and I'm like, yo, I'm like, mom, can I please get these? Can I please, please, please get these, right? And then my aunt is like, "What? Let me see what you're talking about." And and this aunt was my she was my god aunt. She was my mom's best my mom's best friend. Mm -hmm. And she's like, "Let me see what he's talking about." And then she was like, "Oh, I like them. Them clean right there." I was like, "Yeah, them Bo Jacksons right there." She was like, "Oh, okay." She was like, "They gonna make you run like Bo?" <laughs> she hit me with that right, Hell and I'm like, no. "Is she really serious? Like for real?" And in my mind, because I'm young, I'm like, "They better right." And when they brought him out, let me try him on and the whole nine. Right. <clears throat> when they got us to their register <laughs> and they said how much they was, at this day and time, boy, wasn't nobody getting no shoes for no $100. $125. This was like one of the first shoes that was pricey. And it was like $90 and some change. You know what I'm saying? And so <laughs> my mom was not going for it. She was like, nah. Now I was like, I hit her with the... Everybody gonna have these. Soon as I said that, oh, you definitely not getting it. So it was one of those things where it was like, oh man, I'm definitely not getting it. Just tease me like that. Tried the shoe on whole mm -hmm. nine, mm -hmm. and that's kind of like one of the first shoes that started my whole um, love for sneakers. Right. But in my head, I was like, if these ever come out again, boy, I'm getting them. Mm -hmm. Right. Never knowing that they would, but, you know, that's, right. I said that then. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? It was a thing where after that moment right there, and I had another experience where I was with my, my aunt. Um, I call her T-Dye. I was with T-Dye, and, and, you know what I'm saying, we was in the store or whatever, and we was looking at some things, and I was like, oh, can I get this? Can I get this? And she was like, I mean, it, it ain't even that serious. Like, like, what, what's so big about this? What's why is this such a, such a big deal? And I was like, oh, everybody gonna have shoes. Oh yeah, you can't get it. Mm. And so when I realized that any time that I said everybody gonna have it, mm -hmm. I I was definitely not getting it because mm -hmm. they didn't want me to be like everybody. Right. And so when I got it, when I finally actually got it. I was like, oh, okay, so the goal is to be different than everybody else. So then I started to look at stuff that nobody had. Mm -hmm. And then I would be like, okay, so nobody has these, but I like them, and they dope to me, right? So then I'm like, well, ain't nobody got these. And it was like, okay, let's, you know what I'm let's uh, can we get them in all white and then get them in all black? Mm-hmm. Now, what sure you know is all white and all black. And they nasty <laughs> like that. Them Air Force 1s, boy. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? So, that's kind of like one of the things that kind of just gave me that um, that that confidence boost and taught me it's about individuality and it's about self-esteem. If you look good, you feel good, you, you know what I'm saying? You just, you do good things, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And... That that is the initial seed that was planted 
to help grow the tree. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And now it's just done thrived into this thing where, you know what I'm saying, I love fashion as a whole. Mm-hmm. I step outside the box with colors. I step outside the box with all kind of stuff. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I might rock some jeans, some black jeans with mm-hmm. a denim, a dark denim jacket. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And, and normally, if you rocking a, a pair of jeans and a denim, you know what I'm saying? You're supposed to put on the same color. Mm-hmm. Now, nah, it actually looked dope that way. It stands mm-hmm. out that way. You know what I'm saying? Or Well, I I would say that like when it comes to self-esteem for me, man, that is always something that I always struggle with because uh, I as a younger uh, adolescent, I was finding my identity in what other people thought of me. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So for me, um, I hate this now. We were talking about this earlier. Um, I hate when. I don't like attention. I'm just not mm-hmm. traditionally an attention whore. I like to kind of be behind the scenes and kind of gotcha. laid back. I don't like to do things that's going to bring a lot of attention to me right. just because I don't know what to do with that. Right. Um, but as far as finding my self-esteem as a man, um, I had to figure out how to be okay and accept myself for who I was, mm-hmm. which a lot of times I didn't know who that was. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I allowed people to create what my, what I thought my identity and what my self-esteem would be moving forward. Mm-hmm. And then I just realized I got to a point in my life where I was just like, wow, I'm not going to let no man, no woman define who, who I am. Right. And so that right. in itself is that, that, that is something that it's, it's difficult to do. It's difficult for you to just say, and it's one of the things I admire about you is the fact that you don't really care what nobody thinks. You care what people think, but you don't care what they think. Like right. you always, you, you always are mindful about how you present yourself, how you carry yourself. Right, and at the right, end of the day, right. it don't matter if you, are going to be in a situation and position to be around a woman, right. you're going to be ready to be, to present your best version of yourself. Exactly. You never know who you're going to meet. And the fact right. that you have your own sense of style, you, you know, you know how to put things together. I could tell that you always have had a sense of style and, 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 and the ability to be able to be yourself and be you. And that's one thing that I've always admired and appreciated about how you go about life is the fact that like, you can't, you don't, whatever is hot. Don't mean it is hot to me. Right, 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 right. (laughs) If I like it, I like it. And and a lot of times I find myself, if I like something that a lot of people like, I still tend to shy away from it. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I don't, it's just, like I said, that initial seed that was planted, it's like, and then every now and again, I'll be like, you know what? I like it too much for mm-hmm. me to not get it. I don't mm-hmm. care if everybody else like it. Right. This is going to be one of them things that we all got it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it is what it is. But, um, you know, another thing that, um, that kind of helped that seed, um, uh, what's the word that helped cult- cultivate that seed, mm-hmm. right? Um, was this. As I was growing up, my dad, I always looked at him. You know, I always looked up to my father, right? Mm-hmm. I always wanted to make my father proud. I always mm-hmm. wanted to, uh, you know what I'm saying, be be something that, be be the person that he wanted me to be. You know right. what I'm saying? Be, which is my the best version of myself that I could possibly be. Mm-hmm. Whether it was academically, mm-hmm. whether it was on the basketball court, mm-hmm. whether it was, you know, a young lady that I'm dating, I wanted to treat her the way that, 
he knew that he taught me to treat her. You know right. what I'm saying? Different times that I would come to him and ask him about love and ask him about, you know what I'm saying, relationships and things of that nature or mm-hmm. just interacting with the woman in general, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things that he taught me was he said, look, he said, if you don't remember any of the things that I taught you or any of the things that I've said, the one thing that I want you to remember is this is if you give somebody your word, mm. stand on that. Right. Don't ever deviate from that. Right. Because that's what makes you a real man. That's what makes you dependable. You right. know what I'm saying? And it didn't have anything to do with how I looked. Mm-hmm. It didn't have anything to do with how I talked, where I was from. It didn't have anything to do with any of those things. It just was... This is a moral and this is a value that I want to teach you that this is going to take you further in life than you ever could go. Because in the event that you have nothing, you have no physical possessions, the one thing that you have is your word. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If people know you to be a man of your word, that's value. Right. You know what I'm saying? They know that worst case scenario, he going to come through. You know what I'm saying? And in the event that worst case scenario was that he didn't come through, he's got a damn good reason why he can't. And he's going to let me know that know a time frame of when he can. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And from that point, moving forward, it was like, it kind of changed the game for me, really. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because then it let me know that it really didn't matter what I had. Mm-hmm. It was about the relationships that I built, that I build with people. Mm -hmm. That was the real value. Mm -hmm. So it didn't matter what anyone thought about me. Mm -hmm. Um, It was what I thought about myself. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And how I felt. Right. And so if I felt confident enough to speak to whoever it was, whether like you go into a classroom and you don't know anybody. Right. Mm -hmm. And so most people when they do that they would sit in the back right you know what i'm saying whereas you know now nah, you different right you sit in the front right you know what i'm saying right um it, it just was a lot of different things like that um you know and then and then not only that but another life lesson uh when i went to boot camp right when mm-hmm. i was in the navy i had a uh, i had a rdc um chief jones I'll never forget that dude's name, bro. And Chief Jones, man, light-skinned cat, had his fade, very stern voice, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And when I tell you when he spoke, it was like the ground moved, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And uh, this dude was like, man, listen, you are too much of a leader to allow yourself to fall in the category of followers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, do you realize that the division that you're in, which they call the in the Navy, it's divisions, right? Mm-hmm. It's not platoons or whatever, it's divisions. He was like, um, and I was in a um an integrated division where we had mm-hmm. men and women. Mm-hmm. So it was it was a uh, it was it was um co ed. So he was like, you realize everybody doing what you got them doing? And I'm mm-hmm. like, what you mean? Like, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. He's like, man, 
Nobody in this division really caught the vision until you caught the vision. Right. Everybody else kind of followed on the on the back end. Mm-hmm. And that was because I, I always got in trouble when I was in boot camp. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, my step was off. And anytime my step was off, we got to drop. Half left, face, drop. You know what I'm saying? And then we got to get down, hit them push-ups, right? And it was a point in time where I was like, man, fuck this shit. I ain't doing none of this shit. I'm done. I'm out of here. And he was like, you really going to give up your future for cause, because you you frustrated right now. You just don't get it. I'm trying to teach you something. Mm-hmm. And then when he when I realized what he was trying to teach me, trying to get me to realize the military mind frame, and it was we all are one. If you fail, we all fail. Mm-hmm. And when he went from that point on, it was like, hold on a second. Oh, it begins and ends with me. And that was a that was a that was another confidence booster right there. Mm-hmm. So it was like, okay, if I know everything begins and ends with me, then at the end of the day, I don't have anybody else to fault if I get in a situation. It's all about me. Right. So I ain't had no choice but to be confident. Mm-hmm. About whatever it was, whether it was I wanted to be a rapper in the time frame I wanted to be a rapper, which is news to everybody right now. Bars. Right? But I had them bars. They called them bars. <laughs> um, whether it was, you know what I'm saying, um, I wanted to play basketball. Like, whatever it was, I had no choice but to be confident in who I was and what I brought to the table. Right. So it was like, if it's it's, it's almost like, a, the um, a confirmation of uh, what's the um, you speak life or death over it, mm-hmm. right? There's power in the tongue. You speak mm-hmm. life or you speak death mm-hmm. over a situation, and so I always chose to spoke life over whatever it was. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like if I say I love somebody, I love them to life. I don't love them to death. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it, it's basically that. Right. So when you're talking about, um, I mean, you basically kind of gave. Uh, the whole uh, beginnings of how you became who you are. But when it comes to relationship and we, when we're kind of uh, kind of backtracking and unpacking a little bit more, when it comes to a woman, mm-hmm. where do you, where, where, like, uh, do you feel like sometimes your self-esteem has, is, is challenged or do you feel like, how do you, how do you deal with a woman when it comes to that? Because like women are the one being <laughs> that have the ability to make us feel like what we thought we were, we are we're not. not that. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a whole. Because they thing. have the women have the ability to build you up and break you the fuck down at the same time. Yeah, man. A it's, woman, a woman has the ability to make a nigga that's seven foot two feel like he's three five. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And she could chew him up and spit him out and keep on moving and not think twice about it. Mm-hmm. So the whole thing is um, when dealing with women. Like I said, man, I just just be myself. But um, more than anything, uh, you have to allow yourself to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's the when, buzzword when you, of this episode: it's, it's, vulnerability. Yeah, that's 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 the key right there. And I guess because I'm confident enough to show you who I am, mm-hmm. but I'm also confident enough to show you that. I'm extremely vulnerable and you terrify the shit out of me. But I want to be here. You know what I'm saying? That's difficult for men though because we yeah. we 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 are afraid that like 
a lot of times women will weaponize our vulnerability. Most do. That's why they're and, not in and relationships. So, and so what happens is that we feel like if we have shared and given you my heart and you have taken my heart and have balled it up and thrown it away, mm-hmm. if you've done that one time, mm-hmm. you're never going to be able to get me to be vulnerable again. Never. And so if a man is sharing you with you his most intimate secrets. Yep. Uh, that pillow talk. Take take that shit and, 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 and be grateful that he has decided to share this with you because right. if he's vulnerable with you, because you, that says a lot. Most men are hard exterior on the exterior in general, but when you're talking emotionally, we are all, we are, we are also like that. Mm-hmm. So we want to be able to be in a situation where we feel like we can walk in the house and I can be butt ass naked with my lady, not figuratively, <laughs> um, literally. Or, <laughs> <laughs> Why you crazy, bro? <laughs> I mean, but you know, literally, I, f- to- I forgive you for the visual, but I, but, but go ahead. But uh, nah, we just want to feel like you know, I, I don't have to put on like when right. I don't want to have to put on. She like, sees me if I'm if if I'm struggling emotionally with something. She sees me. I don't have to feel like uh, I have to try to be somebody that I'm not with her. Right. And so I think that like. Women are very are very responsible also too for men's self-esteem. I will never forget the one chick that built me up to make me feel like, and I'm not a confident, cocky nigga, but I also know who I am mm-hmm. and I know who I am not. Right, right. And so right. I always have been able to figure out and stay in that lane. Mm-hmm. So she was able to teach me where my confidence was, where I was good with things I was good at, things I wasn't that good, great at, right, right. taught me how to maneuver and figure out how I was able to find my niche. Cause I'm a very laid back introverted dude. Right. I'll right, be in right. the club. That's definitely you. I'll be in the club. And the way that I would talk to a lady is I would be, I would be that back door. Nigga. <laughs> yeah. I would be the guy that would be like sitting at the DJ booth being like, man, this DJ fucking sucks. <laughs> and we'd be t- like, why the hell is he playing that? And so I'm coming from the lens Steady of steady flirting. And she don't right, even know it. She has even, no idea. You don't even know it. Then at the end of the night, she feels like for the first time in a long time, I feel like I'm in a club and I'm with a guy and he's not, not trying, trying to hit on me. He's not exactly. trying to hit on me. But he trying and to so hit then on she's you. like, so here's my number. And I'm like, that that's just that's just me. Yeah, yeah. So absolutely. I found a lot of confidence and a lot of success in that. But that's just me, my personality. Whereas you are I have always felt like I can't be you because when it comes to you talking to ladies, you be like, hey. Like you will talk to anybody. Hey man, I'm, and, a, I'm you, aggressive. You got, you got a mouthpiece. I'm aggressive. I'm aggressive, man. I, it's so funny uh, how aggressive I am at times. Uh, I, I'm the guy that if we out and about, and I see you, and you close enough, and I'm attracted. In the event that I feel like I can get away with it, I'm gonna grab your arm and pull you close and be like, "Hey man, what's up?" Like try to talk to you. And I did that one time, and I was, like, extremely successful. Only difference is it came back to bite me in the ass because she was married. <laughs> oh, hell no. But, but this is crazy. I didn't know it at the time. She told me on the back end, but it had, it had went down in the whole nine. And, you know what I'm saying? I'm thinking I got me a good one in the whole, like, everything, all mm-hmm. that, right? Mm-hmm. And she hit me with the soul. I got to tell you something. <laughs> and I'm like, you got to tell me what? Like, what's up? Like, you feeling me like that or what? What? She's like, I am feeling you, but I'm married. 
And I was like, yo, yeah, like, at what point didn't you feel like it was, you could have said that anytime sooner? Like, yeah. I didn't want to be out here messing with a whole married woman. Like, what? what I need to see the what? full scouting report um, before I draft you. Oh, yeah. So, I, I get it. But uh, I definitely, um, this is definitely. Wow, like I learned a lot of shit. Um, I felt yeah, like man. I know a lot Guys. of things about you, but like you kind of put me on to some shit that I did not know. So um, not to sound weird, but appreciate you being vulnerable and open to the listeners because, you know, at the end of the day, like, you know, this is Refresh Podcast. And people we, come here to get refreshed. We, <laughs> bitch. We, <laughs> what they do uh but no like man like i learned a lot i appreciate you sharing man because at the end of the day we're doing this but i still am learning in the process but let's get on to the 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 last part of the show where we like to talk about black on black and um believe it we like to promote black on black businesses um to kind of help uh facilitate that dollar in our community that's right uh black dollars matter So I'm going to start off with uh, a one that's called Hippin' Hops Black Owned Brewery. I can't fucking talk. So Never what it can. is is a brewery and it's an oyster bar. And where oh, is wow. it? It's in East Atlanta Village. Oh, that's nice. It I has a, an up. impressive uh, selection of brews, ales, and lagers. Hippin' Hops has solidified itself as one of the favorite breweries. I cannot say brewery. Breweries in Atlanta. Their beer garden is Cornhole, Beer Pong, and Jenga. Oh, nice, nice. I love me some Jenga, boy. So, um, and then secondly, I'm going to go for Just For Girls Salon. Um, This is in East Atlanta and in Smyrna. And Just For Girls Salon specialize in growth and maintenance of healthy natural hair for all girls with all hair types and textures. With two locations in Metro Atlanta, they've become a go-to for many Atlanta families. And me, personally, as a girl dad, uh, I definitely am going to check them out. Yeah, you need to, because she got a lot of hair, and it's thick, boy. I know... Um, know your wife be getting uh, <laughs> frustrated with it. So, yeah. Secondly, definitely. I'm going to talk about Just Add Honey Tea Company. Um, this is a tea company um, in the old Fourth Ward. If you're not a fan of coffee, why not just try Add Honey? With the unique and classic flavors available, stop by for a pot of tea or buy to take home. Okay, now. Let's get it. Uh, and then lastly, I'm going to talk about the parlor. The parlor is a cocktail lounge. This is in Castleberry um, with nice. black art up on the walls and cocktails flowing through the night. The parlor has become one of the best places for nightlife. So, the parlor? Um, the parlor. Okay. P-A-R-L-O-R, right? P-A-R-L-O-R. Okay. Nice. I'm going to have to check them out. That's dope. Well, that means I'm up, people. And my black on black is going to be a little different than his. I'm basically going to shout out some black owned businesses that we all should be familiar with. And if you're not, that means you've been under a rock forever. And I'm going to need you to climb out from under that thing because life is great and it's grand and music is good. And that means that my black on black is in reference to black owned labels and I'm talking about music labels and my number one is going to be rock nation 
and that's owned by Jay-Z. So, you know what I'm saying? Definitely give that man some spins, whether it be some old school Jay-Z, some new school Jay-Z, whatever it be, man, go check out um, Rock Nation and look at their playlist because they got hella artists out there. You know what I'm saying? I think J. Cole is still on there. Um, um, Freeway is still with him. They still doing good music out there, man. Like, check them out. Free. Free. Um, Early. <laughs> you already know. Uh, so the next one is going to be uh, Maybach Music Group. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That that guy, Rick Ross, man, he owns that label out there, man. Go check them out. Maybach Music Group. I think they got a compilation that just dropped not too long ago. If it ain't dropped, if it didn't drop that long ago, it might, it might be about to drop because I know he normally um, had one coming. So definitely go check him out. If you ain't already did that last album that he dropped, man, the guy is bananas. I'm sorry. He's my favorite rapper right now, but, you know, he's not in my top five, but he's definitely in my top ten. <laughs> uh, next, So So Def, Hometown. Hero, Jermaine Dupree, y'all already know. So, so Def, get it popping. Always, 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 always. Welcome to Atlanta. Y'all already know what it is. So, um, man, pull pull the label up and see what they've been doing and check that music out, man, because these people out here, um, they out here for a reason, and they've been doing what they've been doing for as long as they've been doing it. And I'm telling you, man, he got a project with this young man named L.A. The Goat. I'm telling you, that boy is crazy. So, yeah. Um, last but not least, the good old Cash Money Records. Taking Everybody over know. for the 999 in the 2000. 2000. You already know. Yes, yes. So much music that we have consumed over the years, man. I just want to say thank you to them people because, I mean, it has been like the playlist of my life so to speak you know what i'm saying i'm not from new orleans and nothing like that but i have definitely been a fan of the music and it's been a journey you know what i'm saying without cash money we wouldn't have drake we wouldn't have Nicki minaj we wouldn't have so many others that are in the game right now and um i just want to say we appreciate the music we appreciate what y'all are doing keep doing what y'all are doing baby and slim Y'all boys keep getting it in, man. All right. Well, of course, as we like to say at the end of the pod, you, you have, have officially just been, been refreshed. refreshed.